Don your Mickey ears, get ready for your Dole Whip, and download your Disney app. We are headed back to the happiest place on earth for Disney's 100th anniversary. Welcome to Traveling with AAA. I'm your host, Mary Herondine, and joining us again is DisneyExaminer.com creator and producer, Jordi Pobletti. He's a creative producer, magic key holder, and one of Forbes Magazine's 30 Under 30 nominees. He's here to tell us more about how Disney is celebrating their anniversary and share some other theme park news. Jordy, thank you for joining us. It's great to see you again. Yeah, good to see you again too, Mary. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited. So Disney's 100th anniversary, what exactly are we celebrating and what do we have planned? Yeah, uh, well, there's a lot. At its core, the 100th anniversary, not of Disneyland, but of the Walt Disney Company, will be happening later on this year. Uh, So Disney decided to make Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California, the home base for that celebration, which essentially is another way of saying that uh, it's another reason to visit Disneyland, Uh, (laughs) or many reasons to visit Disneyland. And so you'll have, uh, with any celebration at Disneyland, new food and beverage opportunities, Mm -hmm. uh, merchandise, Disney Parks merchandise, and of course, uh, new entertainment and attractions. So um, yeah, it's really exciting to know that uh, here in California, where the Walt Disney Company was started when Walt came out here to first do his animated films, Mm -hmm. that Disneyland Resort here in California would also be the home base for the celebration. And so uh, I think it's apropos (laughs) and very exciting to know that uh, all this stuff is happening for locals and for uh, visitors abroad and and, uh, and are looking to celebrate the 100th anniversary of this wonderful company. Yeah, definitely. Now, in 1923, uh, Walt Disney and his brother Roy started the company for making the cartoons, like you mentioned. And from that humble beginning, they've evolved into one of the world's greatest entertainment companies. How did that happen? Share with us some of that yeah. history. Uh, there's there's so much, again, to, to thinking that, you know, it all did really start with a mouse. You know, <laughs> Walt... Uh, and his brother Roy wanted to create animated films. And that was such a new thing back in the 1920s when you think about it, it was pretty revolutionary to know that you could create drawings and then move them at a fast frame rate Mm -hmm. and see motion. Um, But when you think about it and how they thought about it, they thought the exact same thing when you think about a camera, cameras are essentially taking pictures at a fast uh, rate to be mm-hmm. able to give the illusion of, of movement as well. Um, they just decided to do it with drawing because Walt was a, as a drawer, was a sketcher. Um, so what was revolutionary at the time and when you know his first animated film, Steamboat Willie, came out, mm-hmm. um, people were floored. I mean, it's like seeing something for the first time. It's almost like you know the first telephone call right. uh, or um, you know, the first person to, to walk on the moon. It was so big that it just started a, a phenomenon that would eventually lead to more movies um, uh, and more money to make those movies <laughs> and eventually Disneyland uh, yeah. to be able to see these movies turn into something where people could experience and enjoy, where they could actually meet Mickey Mouse. Um, so he he had a not only just a creative brain, but a, a very uh, business-sided brain to himself, Walt did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where we we get the legacy even today, now 100 years later, where uh, these movies have spawned creativity in, in a whole bunch of different ways 
now you can experience Star Wars. Right. <laughs> uh, and Galaxy's Edge, as we talked about, both here at Disney on and Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, you can experience uh, the Marvel uh, world and the Marvel Cinematic Universe at Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure Park. Um, and so many other things. So... Uh, yes, the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company means so much to creativity, but also just to know that we as people can get to experience these things uh, firsthand as fans. Right. We talked about that experience and, and going from the movie into the world itself. Do you think that's the secret ingredient that made you know this transformation of Disneyland over these past 100 years possible? Or what do you think the secret ingredient is Disney has? Yeah. I think good storytelling is what they would tell you. Yeah. Uh, that's the uh, that's the thing that that is the company's product. That there are stories that people get to experience, whether it's film and TV, radio even or audio, um, and theme parks. So having uh, people experience that that story that they're trying to tell across all of their studios and franchises um, in a theme park. Right. I think is is obviously uh, really <laughs> revolutionary in its own way, uh, and also super unique in its own way as well. But um, as as fans, like we want to do that. It's just a natural thing, and they, I think that is the secret recipe of they know what we want in a lot of ways, <laughs> or we've fallen in love with the stories that they've given us, and we just want more of them. That's right. They've got a great way of storytelling yeah. and also including us um, in that story. So thank you. Now, um, Disneyland's actual or Disney's actual anniversary date isn't until October 16th, but the company is celebrating almost all year starting on January 27th of uh, this year. And what are some of the things that they have planned early on? Yeah. So in 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 on the 27th, I should say, uh, the actual celebration will kick off, um, and you have, I mean, there's so much, again, to, to recount. Some of the stuff that comes to mind are the, the new food experiences. Uh, you can expect a lot of uh, Disney 100 logos being branded mm-hmm. on brownies and um, even on drinks and stuff like that. So you have that, and you have the merchandise as well, which they're uh, hopefully going to debut slowly over the course mm-hmm. of the celebration. But I know there are a lot of Disney Parks fans who, again, want the Disney 100 exclusive stuff, especially the Magic Key Holder exclusives that are coming. Um, and then you have my personal favorite, which are the attractions, or excuse me, I should say the attraction that is that is going to be debuting at Disneyland Resort, as well as the new entertainment offerings. Ah, tell us about the attraction. Yeah, so the attraction is called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Try <laughs> to say that 10 times fast. <laughs> Runaway Railway. There we go. Um, but uh, it is a version of the attraction that uh, had debuted a few years back at Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World and is one of my favorite attractions. And so uh, essentially it's inspired by the new Mickey Mouse shorts that have come out on Mm -hmm. uh, Disney Channel and Disney Plus um, that kind of give a a renewed uh, meaning to the kind of like slapstick animation uh, that the Mickey shorts that came out back in the day. Um, but essentially it's a new story where Mickey and Minnie want to go on a vacation, um, and, uh, they're on their vacation, but Goofy, uh, comes by with the train and says, Hey, I want to join you. Uh, and all of that, uh, all of the, the chaos then ensues from that because Mickey and Minnie will then have to deal with this runaway train. 
um, and go through an adventure that way. So it's like really stepping into the uh, animated world of these Mickey shorts and using t- amazing technology that I have uh, yet to see in, in a Disney attraction. Um, this very uh, earwormy uh, tune that <laughs> goes through the whole thing as well. Um, and just even the ride system uh, is is just makes it a very fun, very, very fun attraction. So our version will be a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, here at Disneyland as has been touted. So um, I don't know what that is just yet because <laughs> uh, I haven't been on the attraction just yet. But I know that ours will be different and that's always exciting. Well, it sounds fun. It sounds exciting and also iconic. Um, started with Mickey Mouse and here we are celebrating with Mickey again. Uh, for this fun yes. ride now is this going to be a fun ride for all ages or restrictions oh, yeah. that we know about all right no absolutely it's it's a family uh friendly ride absolutely uh i think the kids will love the animation but it's just it's hard to describe and without giving it away and obviously i you know right. you can look on youtube and see the ride videos of the one in florida but uh yeah it it's it's just all over the place like it's it's there's a lot of unexpected things just as much as there are a lot of unexpected things in the mickey mouse shorts Mm -hmm. so um both adults and kids and families and whoever will really enjoy it i think that's good to hear i'm i'm sure there are a lot of fans that are excited um for that to open up and Mm -hmm. looking forward to it now I know the epicenter is here um, for the 100th anniversary, but the other parks are still celebrating. What are some of the other Disney parks doing to celebrate? Yeah, so uh, while Disney World will also take part in the celebration as well, um, there aren't any um, specific things that I think come to mind uh, right now or haven't been announced. And so um, what I think will probably happen is much of the same uh, that's happening here at Disneyland Resort with new merchandise, um, food and beverage opportunities. Um, while they won't consider it a part of the celebration, uh, later on this year, Walt Disney World will debut their version of the Tron Light Cycle Coaster, uh, which is a attraction that debuted at Shanghai Disney Resort or Shanghai Disneyland in China. Um, and so we're getting another transplant of another attraction that was at another park here domestically uh, uh, stateside. So um, that's an exciting thing uh, that's going to be doing debuting later on this year uh, at Walt Disney World. Uh, the other international parks as well also I'm sure will do their own <laughs> specific things but um, yeah not as big as I think the home base of the celebration which Disney keeps on saying will be here in California. All very exciting. Now, I know we're celebrating uh, Disney's uh, 100th anniversary. Yes. But they're not the only theme park with exciting news. And Mm. I know you're a lover of theme parks. Universal Studios Hollywood is opening Super Nintendo World on February 17th. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Or do you have any info on that one? Yeah. Uh, So that is going to, I think, start the summer theme park wars, if you will. with uh, another theme park here in California debuting an entirely new land. So, uh, yes, Super Nintendo World will be opening in February. Uh, It will include one attraction, uh, Mm -hmm. one restaurant, and one store. At the same time, uh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's already been soft-opened, and you can probably see on social media of people's videos and reactions to all the things there, but... uh, yeah, it's essentially, once again, like all theme parks do, take something that hold, only existed probably in, in a video game form or in a book or in a movie and had turned it into real life. And so you have 
the world of Super Nintendo and Mario and Luigi right. and uh, Waluigi, my personal favorite, mm-hmm. um, who uh, will be able to meet. You'll be able to meet. Um, and my favorite Nintendo game, uh, uh, Mario Kart, to be able to actually go and uh, get in a Mario Kart and throw shells and <laughs> and race and to go on the Rainbow Road, um, that infamous Rainbow Road, um, and uh, actually play this game in a theme park attraction, I think is fascinating. Um, so yeah, uh, we have another interactive very interactive theme park uh, land that I think is going to be a hit with uh, everyone as well, just because Nintendo is such a generational brand as well. And uh, and it's immersive in the sense that they created a full land out of it. So it's going to be exciting. That does sound exciting. I remember getting my first Nintendo for Christmas. It was when it first came out. Um, and and playing, you know, Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, whatever it was that came out. Now my son has a Switch and he has Mario Kart. There you go. And do fashion. And so... He'll need to go. I think you're calling it with the theme park wars. What are some of the other theme parks across the country doing? Any other exciting news, new rides or attraction that people should know about? I think those are the, the major ones that are I can think of at the top off the top of my head right now. Um, California will be the epicenter. Of this, uh, of of the summer 2023 family vacations, and so uh, between Super Nintendo World at Universal, uh, Disneyland Resort, and the Disney 100 celebration, as well as you know the theme parks that I think we should also mention here in California, like Knott's Berry Farm, right, uh, and um, uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain. Like, we have a lot to celebrate and to take part in this summer here in California. Very exciting for our locals and for visitors. It's like, get your trips planned now because it will be a summer war with all those theme parks and all their exciting uh, new offerings, the things that they're doing. and, and for our members as well, going into our branch offices, getting those discounted tickets as often as you can. Uh, because we know with new, with new theme parks, new attractions, or, or new things that are going on, the prices will probably be up. So yes, good time to save in the branch office, getting those tickets. It now, helps to be a AAA member. It sure does. <laughs> now, how did you get interested in theme parks to begin with? I mean, you certainly know a lot about them. I know that you're a Disney lover. Um, but also a lover of all theme parks. Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, well, I think it started with my folks uh, and my parents. I remember uh, I have weird kind of like early memories, just these flashes of of moments in life of me being put in a stroller mm-hmm. and not riding anything, but just wanting to be at Disneyland. Uh, I don't recall the the earliest, I think it was like two or something that they had first taken me because my parents were big Disney parks fans. Their uh, honeymoon was at Walt Disney World back uh, in the 70s. Yes. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, mom or dad, please. Um, Who are AAA members as well. (laughs) Yes. Um, But uh, yeah, I just, I think at an early age was already kind of overcome by a world within a world, you know? Magic. Not necessarily, yeah, escapism. I think a lot of people think about theme parks as places to escape to. Um, and and it's, it's a good thing to know mm-hmm. that, you know, you can disappear from your real life and kind of step in into this other life for a while. But I think a lot of what, again, theme parks are, are, you know, 
very visceral experiences of you experiencing stories, which allow you to, I think, be more of yourself, if that makes any sense. Um, and so I didn't know this, again, back when I was two mm-hmm. in the stroller, but over time, I think you realize that these places are for you to bring your real life in um, and to project onto these characters and worlds that you've seen in, in different places or have not seen um, and allow you to just be, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and to have fun with, with friends and family and, and total strangers that you'll meet. Uh, who become your your maybe your friends or family? <laughs> um, also, because the community, the theme park community, is also um, super special to me. Um, so yeah, it, it it has been a long journey of just being able to to visit many theme parks in my life, and um, the the story is all the same. That yeah. uh, these are fun places, um, and you get to experience these fun places with people, and. Uh, Rarely, rarely ever do I think we should ever take take that for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So these are these are theme parks are a very important American institutions, institutions, <laughs> just institutions in general. They yeah. are fun. They certainly are a great place to make memories and and experience something together as a family or with other people, strangers, right? You or know, even and, by yourself. I will passing. also say yeah. that um, I uh, went to college just down the street from Disneyland. And so uh, I uh, I remember during my breaks between classes or even after class, I would just go to Disneyland and like people watch right. by myself, like grab a lunch. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can see the couple arguing and uh, the baby crying and uh, you don't have to wait in long lines because of the single rider <laughs> lines that existed. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, they're great. They're great for everybody. Well, thank you. That's a great place for us to take a break here. We're going to um, come back in just a moment. We're going to hear um, some of your tips on making the most of your theme park dollars uh, before we wrap it up today. So thank you. We'll be back in a moment. If you can dream the perfect vacation, you can create it with Trip Canvas from AAA Travel, the all-in-one platform that lets you research, plan, and book the ultimate getaway. Trip Canvas. Let's go somewhere. And welcome back to Traveling with AAA. I'm your host, Mary Harrington, and I'm joined by Jordi Pobletti, who's talking to us about um, Disney and other theme parks in general, what Disney's doing to celebrate their 100th anniversary. And one of the things I think all of us can relate to is the expense um, at theme parks, and we want to make the most of it. We want to pick up a few things. We want to walk away with those tchotchkes or that memorabilia, um, but also do so in a way that's cost effective or more affordable. What tips do you have, Jordy? Yeah, there, there are quite a bit that come to mind, but I think it goes without saying that, uh, you know, going to a theme park and having a vacation to one or, or resort means that your money will be spent. So I just <laughs> I will preface that by saying that uh, there certainly are a lot of ways to save. Um, but just like anything else, like these are, these are vacations, you know, and, uh, people do save up a lot to be able to go on them. And so, uh, that's the one thing that I'll, I think just keep in mind is that, you know, I would certainly think it would be a good thing to go to these things on a budget. Um, Mm -hmm. but know that you will spend money, um, (laughs) just because everything, especially coming out of the pandemic and, Mm -hmm. and inflation and everything that you've seen in the news does make things expensive. So, um, but with that said, going to 
whether it's the Disney 100 celebration at Disneyland or the Super Nintendo World at Universal or wherever you're going to be going this summer, um, get to really do your research online. Mm-hmm. You know, there are discounted tickets, as you had said, Mary, here at mm-hmm. AAA. Uh, there are, if you're a SoCal local specifically, mm-hmm. uh, I know Disneyland has uh, spe- specific tickets and discounted tickets for you as being a Southern California resident. Um, and I know the other theme parks have similar or if not the same deals as well. Um, so yeah, do your research. Um, make sure you kind of know already what you want um, uh, and, and just see what deals are afforded online. Um, the other thing too that I would recommend is um, trying to find people like me, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Um, I'm not tooting my own horn here, horn here, but like I certainly think that uh, finding people who know mm-hmm. these things, um, I think, is super important as well. They already are doing most of the work, like reporting and sharing on their social media or writing stories for for publications and what have you. So why not go to them? You know, why yeah. not shoot them? Uh, a tweet or uh, why not email them and ask them what the the best ways to save might be because uh, these are thought leaders and so trust your thought leaders. Um, (laughs) And the last thing that I'll say Mm -hmm. is uh, I think an important part of it too is um, know kind of what you want when you get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Simple budgeting, I think you you allot, I'm sure families and, and people individuals alike kind of already think what they're going to spend. Um, keeping to a budget, I think, helps you know what to spend on and what not to spend on. Right. So even though you really, really may want this uh, Disney 100 brownie um, <laughs> or to buy up this uh, to buy this level up power band at the Super Nintendo right. world uh, where it will allow you to collect these coins, um, just try to juxtapose it against what you've already spent or what you're Mm -hmm. wanting to spend and keep to it. Um, Because I think if you are able to kind of create a budget and keep to it in a vacation, that will allow you hopefully next time to be able to go on that next vacation Mm -hmm. because you are spending less or I guess you're spending within your your means. And uh, that might actually allow you to go on another vacation within the year or maybe the next year and, and do the same thing. So yeah. Not everything, uh, not everything is worth it. <laughs> um, um, but I think being responsible and knowing where your money's going, and and just like you know, understanding that theme parks will exist yeah. for a while. These products will probably end up on eBay, so you can probably buy them in <laughs> eBay for way cheaper. Um, and uh, and that yeah, uh, that you are just a a person who wants to have fun, but a, re- a responsible kind of fun when it comes to these sometimes pricey vacations, I think uh, that will probably all work out for you as well. Well, I have a friend who just sent me a link to a um, a shop. It's in, you know, Anaheim near Disneyland. I think it's called Thrifty Land. Mm. And it's where they pick up on everyone's, uh, you know, discarded ears and, and all these things. So it's like new or gently used, slightly used, yes. memorabilia, you know, apparel, things like that. So I just saw it the other day. And when you were mentioning, you know, You'll probably find it on eBay. I'm like, oh, or at thrift thrift stores. No, I I agree with you, especially the thrift stores in and around Anaheim. Right. Uh, I've found some stuff that was uh, at the parks that I vividly remember that were like popcorn buckets that were maybe 
30 bucks, 35, mm -hmm. and then I see it at this Goodwill mm -hmm. in Anaheim for like six bucks. Oh, what fun for collectors. Yes. I'm sure they already know though. Oh, Research, they know. check your experts, but right? But there you go, to save on your vacation, just step away from the theme park for a bit and go to your local thrift shop. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Now, um, are reservations necessary? Yes, for, okay. for, for, for Disneyland and for, um, or not for Universal. Um, yeah, for Disneyland specifically, yes, you, you do. But I think you do have to pay for your tickets ahead of time for Universal um, to be able to do that uh, right. and still Visitor. access. Yeah, gone are the days of that. Um, you know, impulsive. Uh, Want to you know spur the moment trip over to Disneyland? You got to make your reservations, yep. and I think uh, some of the other theme parks as well. So. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah. just another thing. If I get that wrong, uh, please just check ahead. <laughs> Uh, and, and just a note on the reservation system mm -hmm. as well. A lot of people think it's an inconvenience, but when you really think about it, would you rather have a, a system where attendance kind of goes unchecked and you have these, I mean, I remember Disneyland before, yeah, the theme, mm -hmm. the reservation systems overcrowding where you'd be waiting pretty much all day in these lines disappointing experience. and disappointing experience. Mm -hmm. So it really does help to, again, plan ahead. To know when you're gonna go, and um, and it really does make the guest experience a lot better when you know uh, that these reservation systems are in place. It's a good point. It's a great tip, but maybe not your most important tip. Mm. Will you finally leave us with what um, your most important tip is for visiting a theme park? Oh, that's a deep one. <laughs> um, I think the the cardinal rule for me would just be have fun. You know, I think that's. It's it's a simple, but something I think you forget mm -hmm. in the planning, in the lead up, and even when you're there, you want to hit everything. But there's there's there seems to always be something distracting mm -hmm. when you go to a theme park. And so, uh, whatever those things may be, I would recommend to people this summer to just set all of that aside, mm -hmm. you know, and know that you had saved a lot of money to be there with mm -hmm. by yourself or with your family or your friends and you're just there to have a good time i love it so just remember to have fun because after three years of uh being locked up and uh and not enjoying you know these communal experiences uh we're we're back you know and we're here to have a good time so just have fun out there certainly for those of us who missed it we um missed all that fun so it's a good a good tip to be present while we do it well thank yes. you so much jordy i'm jordy pobletti of disneyexaminer.com thank you so much for being with us here today we've appreciated it it's nice to have you back and also thank you to our listeners for being with us if you're planning a trip be sure to connect with a AAA travel advisor check out AAA.com forward slash travel or visit your local branch. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. I'm Mary Herrington. Thank you for traveling with AAA.